welcome to this episode of the One Create Voice. In this episode, we catch up with artist Richard Lees to discuss his latest project entitled Writing Dangerously. We begin by asking the question, how did the exhibition go? Our sponsor for this episode is Website View, removing the headache of getting you and your business online so you can focus on what you do best. Visit websideview.com and see how they can help. Um, in terms of uh, numbers of visitors, uh, it was uh, outstanding. We had more than I had for my previous exhibition, uh, exhibition in Hull uh, last year. Um, in terms of sales, uh, it was really surprising. I sold more posters, sold more prints. Uh, than I did last year. And um, you're making the prints yourselves, right? Yeah, yeah, these were, so these were lino prints mainly, uh, or, or screen prints. The, the thing I liked most was talking with people in the gallery and the responses, because the, uh, the exhibition told a story, and it told a story of people coming together in really difficult circumstances um, and trying to defend their culture, try to defend their land against people who would take it away from them. So the, the two writers who really inspired me were Mary McCarthy, uh, who was an American writer who uh, was against the American War in Vietnam, and she wrote for the New York Review of Books uh, several articles, well quite a few actually, and they were turned into a book called The 17th Degree. Now she was there to, to find out what was going on, and she went to Saigon in the south, and then she went to North Vietnam, which the Americans were bombing at the time. So she was very brave. Um, and she found, she found out what the Americans were really doing, which was a kill anything that moves policy, bomb anything uh, that moves policy. Um, and she tried to engage with the American public back home uh, and tell them that story. So was that through her writing? Yeah, yeah. Or was she also taking photos at the time? Well, no, she wasn't the photographer. Okay. She uh, she took a few. Um, and, uh, or did she, did she yeah. like, uh, partner up with somebody else? Yeah, yeah. So she was with some photojournalists. And uh, one, of the, one, of, one of the other books which was inspirational was a book called uh, Another Vietnam, which was a book of fo uh, photos taken by Vietnamese photographers, which you never see before. So you don't. So these images were surprising to me mm. um, and inspiring because they they showed what was going on on the Ho Chi Minh Trail. They showed um, young people um, doing volunteer work in reconstruction and air, in terms of air raid warnings. They showed they showed communities trying to defend their their country um, and to defend their their land. There was a kind of connection with. The, the jungle with the environment, um, which came through what McCarthy saw, but also it came through the photos. So that was one of the. So would you say me. they complemented each other quite well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it helped me as a visual artist um, to pick up on that from McCarthy, but also to notice that and select that from the photos that I uh, I used as the basis for my prints. So, so, so what sparked you to pick the photos that you did? Well, they, was it, did you have like yeah. a, when you read the book, or was it the imagery itself? So, so, so what I did was there were there were elements in McCarthy's writing which connected with some of the photos. Uh, for instance, uh, the fact that uh, 
it was very it was very noticeable that women were coming into the struggle and she wrote about that so I selected images where uh, women were at the forefront of uh, that the, the struggle in, in North Vietnam so you have uh, you have people not necessarily in combat but uh, in terms of camouflaging bridges in terms of um, air raid volunteering to, to spot the bombs that were coming down so would you almost say it has parallels to the world the second world war and obviously when the guys yeah. went to war and then they were making you know the bomb casings and yeah. so on and so forth yeah, in a completely different. They, it was very much like that, and there's one of one image that was my favourite was of uh, uh, women fishing in the Mekong Delta, which was traditionally a man's job before the war, but because uh, the men folk were taken uh, were were in the army, uh, women helped in that struggle uh, to to feed families, to feed so, communities. So is this almost a celebration of the 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 women movement at that time? Well, yeah, I mean. It, in wartime, um, women have always been asked to fill in for men, um, and so this this happened, in, as you said, in, in the Second World War, but it also happened in the, in the, the American War in Vietnam, and probably around the world yeah. again. But the um, I, I'll just mention the other writers, Arundhati Roy, who made she's most famous for winning the Nobel Prize, the Booker Prize for literature, with uh, the God of Small Things. She wrote a book called Walking with the Comrades about uh, a struggle in central India by the, the, uh, the native tribes, tribal communities there who were being forced off the land by, by basically uh, global capitalism who, uh, who want to strip mine uh, their, their homeland because it contains iron ore and, and uh, all the raw materials. And bauxite is the main one. So, um, so there's been a struggle going on there since about 1948 um, on various levels. But she, Arundhati Roy, went to meet the people who have been described as India's biggest internal security threat. And what she found out was again a community of people trying to defend themselves against dispossession. And at the forefront of that were women. So that was a connection for me. So. I know you've done stuff like uh, Rock Against Racism. Yeah. Would you say you're almost a little bit of a, I won't say a political activist, but well, an I activist am. in, okay, you're a political activist. And would you say through, that, that, that comes through within your artwork? Yeah. Within, you do writings as well? Though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, so, as a political activist and artist, to find a way to do art, which isn't about campaigning, has been, something I've been interested in pursuing and I found through McCarthy and through Roy a way of telling stories uh, which aren't just about campaign events but are about um, uh, the history of people in struggle and that's that's the way I'm going. So how, how does it work for you then? Is it Are you an artist first or are you a political activist first? Or you kind of amalgamation of both? It's a, it's a very interesting question. I think art drew me into politics. The art that I liked um, when I was a, a lot younger than I am now um, had a message, had a strong message. 
and it had a message about human rights and it had a message about equality. Um, and one of the, the first, my first inspiration was a, um, a German photo montage artist uh, called John Hartfield. His German name was, uh, escape me a name, but he's, he's better known as John Hartfield. Um, but he basically invented photo montage. I remember doing that when I was a student and stealing some of his ideas then. Right. And I'm a massive stealing. Borrowing. I, I, borrowing. Borrowing. Yeah, yeah. Well, because there's no, there's no such thing as original yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picasso didn't copy, he stole. He was happy to say he stole. <laughs> so uh, I'm not saying I'm in, I'm in Picasso, obviously, but, uh, you know, like in any, any creative process, you build on what's before and you adapt it and change it. Um, like the photographers um, celebrated in our HipFest uh, this, this month. Okay, so you were, do, you were doing prints, right? Yeah. Now, you went to liner print. Yeah, yeah. How did you get to doing liner print? Because from what I recall, you're not a liner. Well, no, I was, I was, I was silk screen, yeah. but yeah. I, I belong to something called uh, Hall Print Collective. And it, it, um, we're more formally, we're more formalized as a group now. But basically, it's an evening class. So uh, the evening class at Hook College, uh, you can do silk screen, you can do uh, relief printing, which is usually uh, liner, but it could be woodcut. Um, you can do intaglio printing, which is dry point, which I'm just learning to do. Um, and I'm hoping to introduce that into my next project about the kite flying. Um, so again, that's a challenge. I want to develop my own skills, but I'm finding lino. Um, I mean, everybody's done lino at school. Um, everybody's cut themselves on a lino. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have. Somebody's like nearly yeah. come off, like myself. And it was it was really interesting talking to people during the exhibition who had tried it. Um, but the more, I mean, I've only been doing it about 18 months, but I've learned so much from my group and also um, from from doing it. It is time consuming. It's a good job I'm retired. I've got the time to do it. <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you. I want to guess that you've only just been doing it for the past year. Yeah, well, it's a, I mean, some of the early ones were a bit basic and I didn't understand the medium. But um, with the, the people I work with at Hull College, the Print Collective, they're so knowledgeable. Um, and like most other artists, I mean, I'm not a trained artist. I got CSER. Uh, grade three, so uh, that's just a fact. 